You're listening to the Mowing in the Dark podcast, where we talk about business, family, and life. Now here's your host, Aaron Sutter. Welcome back to the Mowing in the Dark podcast. I am your host, Aaron Sutter. Thank you so much for coming back for yet another episode on the Mowing in the Dark podcast. Today, I want to talk about business lessons that I learned from my high school basketball team. This is a pretty, I mean, I was just thinking about this stuff. I just watched an interview with Michael Jordan with some Australian news organization or whatever, and it was really interesting to me, and it brought me back to my high school days of playing basketball. I loved playing basketball in high school. It was my absolute most favorite thing to do and to watch and to spend my time on. So with that being said, guys, let's jump into our show sponsor for today, and then we will get right back into it. Today's show sponsor is the Lansing Lawn Service YouTube channel. The Lansing Lawn Service YouTube channel is all about helping lawn care business owners become more efficient so that they have more time for family, free time, and fun. Guys, make sure that you head over to the Lansing Lawn Service YouTube channel. Watch a video or two there. Make sure that you smash that like button. If you like the content, make sure you subscribe. Click the little notification bell and comment, comment, comment on any of the videos that you watch there. That helps support the YouTube channel, which supports this podcast. So thanks, guys, for going and checking that out. Now let's get back into the podcast. So my high school basketball team, I was homeschooled through uh, from third grade on through high school. So I played homeschool basketball. It is a thing, guys. It is a thing. You probably, if you weren't homeschooled, you have no idea. But I'm telling you what, it was just getting started when I was in high school. So homeschooling actually was just getting started in the state of Michigan when myself and my siblings started homeschooling in the third grade. In fact, a friend of mine, his parents were an integral part of getting the homeschool movement started and working through all of the legal stuff, the legal issues that were coming up uh, at that time back in, what was it, 91, 92, 93, somewhere in there. And I'm telling you what, it is huge all over the country now, especially with the pandemic. Homeschooling is huge. And, and so a lot of people are pulling them, their kids out of, out of public schools. They're either switching to private schools or they're homeschooling. And people have figured out that because of the pandemic, they can homeschool. They've figured it out. They were kind of forced into it last year, and now they really want to pursue that. So that's just a little side tangent on homeschooling. That has nothing to do really with this podcast other than I played on a homeschool basketball team. So I started playing basketball uh, in junior high, and I liked it a lot. It was a lot of fun, and 
I I wasn't I I'm I'm a reserved person. So if you ever see me in person, I'm very quiet and reserved. I don't necessarily always initiate conversations, and so that makes me a, a little off-putting to some people because they think I'm just a weirdo. But I'm really not. I'm a normal person. I just I'm quiet. So basketball kind of helped me break out of that a little bit, and I enjoyed so much the competition and and the team aspect of basketball, especially when I got to high school. Uh, junior high was pretty cool, but high school is where it really came together. Uh, my older brother was on the team with me. Uh, his best friend was on the team as well. Um, they were kind of our two main players. And our team was fairly small. We had maybe eight players total. It might have been a few more than that at our peak time. Uh, the team actually doesn't even exist anymore. It was This is the team name. It was Alto Swordsman. So there's a little teeny tiny town. I think they have one blinking light called Alto in Michigan. And uh, I grew up near there. And it's a very small town. But uh, we had our basketball team there out of there. So uh, as you can imagine, it's it was religious affiliated. That's why the swordsman name and things like that. But anyway, that's beside the point. I, I get sidetracked when I'm talking about uh, things in the past, so you'll have to pardon me. But uh, I just loved it. And when I got to high school, things really started to change. We got some better coaches but we had a new coach pretty much every year. Um, it was it was different, and it was hard to adjust to each coach because each coach had different things, and so it was really it, it was difficult. But it taught me how to learn to cope and deal and learn how to follow someone new, and that helped me in the business world as well. Because, you know, when I was coming up just in retail and, and then in the medical field and construction before all that, uh, you have to learn to work with people and you have to learn to take instruction from different people. And now dealing with customers, that's kind of the same thing. That's It's kind of like dealing with your teammates in a way. And so it was really really good for me as a person to have to deal with different people and different coaches. Now, the one coach that stands out in my mind, I don't even remember his name because we just always called him coach. So I don't remember his name. He came, he was a, uh, a grocery store manager actually, and he would travel down from North more northern Michigan, I think it was Carson City that he was from. So he would drive down once or twice a week for practice, and then he would also do weekend games, you know, whenever our games were. And so uh, that was really cool. But he started something that we didn't have really before. I mean, he gave us a playbook that was, I mean, it was very detailed. And we ran a couple plays out of there. And one of those plays that I remember is was called Champs. And it was where a guy would run the baseline back and forth, and then around the perimeter, the other four guys would be passing the ball, 
you know, trying to get something going. Some, you know, and one guy would cut in to the top of the key, and if you could get the ball in there, great. If not, you'd pass it to the corner. The corner would pass it back out, and it was just this amazing play that worked really well. And here's the thing. In high school, I weighed about 160 to 170 pounds, uh, and probably a little bit more than that even. And I am 5'10". So at 5'10", I'm this chunky, stocky guy. And it was my position. It was like the center's position or maybe a, a, a forward to run the baseline. So I was the one running the baseline. And that was exhausting. But you know what? That taught me something about business that you got to stick with it. And it's a grind and it's tough and it's hard, but you have to be a part of that team to achieve your goal. And it, it taught me to just stay diligent and continue to do what I need to know to do, even if I got tired. It taught me endurance. And in the lawn care, endurance is huge because it is a long season. I mean, for me, it's a short season compared to some of you guys like in Florida or Georgia down in the south. I have a short season compared to you guys. It takes a lot of effort and a lot of stamina to continue and and go at the pace that us lawn bros go at every single day. So that was one thing that that taught me. Another thing is that it taught me how to really see and, and focus in on openings. So like openings on the court in basketball, but then also openings in business. Like Okay, so I'm I'm mowing lawns. I'm going back and forth, back and forth, you know, just like a metronome, just back and forth, looking for that that opening, looking for that open guy at the top of the key, looking, looking, not there, okay? All right, and you just keep going. It's just repetition. And then finally, you get that open that next open service. Maybe it's shrub trimming. So you pass the ball. Now you're on shrub trimming. And you're trying to grow that. And it, it just, it builds off of itself. And, you know, maybe like this here for me, uh, the guy at the top of the key or the service at the top of the key was mulch. I've never done mulch before. And it was difficult for me to wrap my mind around wanting to do it because it seemed like the way everyone talked, it took so much time to install and it was a headache and it was a pain point for a lot of people. I love doing mulch. I, I loved it. I've done two mulch jobs now, I think two mulch jobs, I believe. And I've got another one that I'm estimating right now. And it's a big one. Like the third one is a big one, a big one. Like I'm considering purchasing a cart mate because this thing is so big. I mean, it, it's a lot of yards of mulch. And it's not a big property, but they have mulch. Uh, they have a huge portion of their front yard that is just a big rectangular mulch bed. And then they have mulch all the way around the house. And then the perimeter of the backyard, they have 
mulch all the way around that as well. So it's a lot of mulch. It, it's going to take a lot of work and a lot of effort and a lot of time. But I figured out that with with doing the mulch that I my wife and I can do seven yards of mulch in about two and a half to three hours. And that's pretty good. That's pretty good. Pretty darn good. So, I, I mean... I get excited about mulch now. So the guy at the top of the key, I passed the ball to the, to the mulch guy. All right. And now we're, we're on mulch service. And then it, that, you know, that opens up maybe once or twice a game. Okay. Or a season, shall we say. And so now the ball's back to the top of the court and, and they're looking to pass the ball back down to me. So I get the ball again. I'm, I'm just chugging away, you know, out of breath, fat Aaron, you know, running the baseline, uh, just working my tail off to make something happen in the business or in the ball game, whatever you, whatever you're picturing right now. And, and you just continually go. And the thing with the champs offense, okay. Something that my coach would always tell the guys on the team is that if we run the play and we continually move the ball, eventually we're going to score. It will always break down the defense eventually and we will score. And I thought, you know, that pertains to business too. Because just like, let's say Nick Carlson, okay? Because I, I mentioned the cartmate. All right, Nick Carlson, the the inventor of the mulch mate. All right, great guy. Had dinner with him and a bunch of other guys when uh, we were up when uh, they had Entrepreneur Live or whatever. Uh, got to sit at a table with about eight guys. Or no, it wasn't even that. It was the MGIA show. So we went we went to dinner and hung out. Got to talk to him for a while. Just have great conversation. It was awesome, and. You know, Nick, before he started the mulch mate, was in the lawn care landscaping space, had a very successful business, and he sold that off. And so what I look at his business as is Nick is running the baseline. He's running the baseline, just trying to see if he can get something to open up, just get something to open up. He had a few wins, you know, he had a few few um he got the ball to the top of the key a few times with different services but he was still running that baseline and then finally something opened up and and uh he was able to score a bucket with selling his landscaping business and starting mulch mate that is what i'm talking about that's the vision i want you guys to see is that you are basically playing a big game of basketball right now with your lawn care business or your landscaping business. It takes diligence and it takes stamina to, to stay the course until something opens up. You can never assume and just assume that you're going to put in this much time and then something will open up. You have to be willing to stay in the trenches until something opens up. 
It is so important. Now, in high school basketball, we didn't have a time clock or a shot clock. So um, so we could run this play as long as we could to open, to make sure that something would open up and we could get, score a bucket. All right? So it's the same thing. We, as lawn care business owners or as landscape business owners, have to stay the course until something opens up, something bigger opens up where we can really get that score, when we can get that win. And I see a lot of guys in the industry who they just burn out or they decide it's not worth continuing the play, all right? Or maybe they they have a turnover, you know? Something goes wrong in their business. Maybe they didn't Maybe they didn't have all the key players in place. Like, so guys, I'm sorry. I just lost my train of thought. The batteries actually died in my podcast recorder. So I'm sorry if I repeat myself here. I was really on uh, on a good line of thought there. And it just totally blew that right out of the water. I really apologize for that. Um, this particular podcast unit... Uh, I run it off battery right now. I have to get a, a power cord for it. So I'm sorry about the lost train of thought. Uh, but anyway, let's see if we can get back on track here. The What I was talking about is getting something going with your business and staying the chorus, or chorus, the course, and, and continuing to work and to grind until something opens up. And it's, I see so many guys that just give up and they quit and they, they don't continue on in business. And I'm sorry, guys, I'm, I'm, I'm a little flustered here. Uh, They don't continue on. They give up. They stop the grind. They, they don't think that continuing to run the play is worth it. Like I was saying, maybe they don't have all the key players in place. Maybe they don't have their bookkeeping in place. Maybe they don't have their advertising in place. You know, maybe they don't have key players on their team. You know, if they have employees, it you just don't know. Maybe they just think that the game is no longer worth playing. And I, I just, I feel like... I, I want to tell everyone that if you just continue, you're going to have that breakthrough eventually where either something will click in your mind that says, all right, we got to change this so that we can, we can get a win, all right, so that we can get, to the, get the ball to the, the top of the key. Because, see, that's what a coach does on a basketball team. They tell you things that you don't see as you're on the court being a player. There was this one game, okay? We were playing a tournament. It was the end of the year tournament. And I was playing in the point, or not the point guard position, but the center position. That's usually the tall guy on the team. I was one of the shortest guys on the team, but I was stocky. And they didn't really have any other place to put me. So we were playing this team from Jackson, Michigan, and they had a center that was about six foot two. All right, so he is at least four inches taller than me, 
probably a little bit more. And I, I'm, I, you know, I was, I was just going to play. I was going to try it and play. And we were running the champs offense. All right. And the first two times that we ran the champs offense, I posted up down in the post. They threw me the ball. I went up for a shot and it got blocked. The, the big guy just blocked it. The big in the paint just swatted me. So I, I was like, I don't know what to do. It happened twice. Coach calls a timeout, okay? And he talks specifically to me. And he says, look, all you have to do is pump fake this guy. Just fake like you're going to go go for the shot because he's blocked you twice now. He's got it in his head that he's going to block you because you're short and you're fat. So just pump fake and go around him. And I was like, oh, okay. You know, as I'm out of breath, you know, <laughs> you know, because I'm short and fat. <laughs> and so we, we, we run the play again. This was like the play that we ran every single game and to as, as perfect as we could. And it worked well. So we go down the court, we run the play again. Same situation. I post up, they pass me the ball. This time I turn around, I pump fake, the guy leaps four feet in the air, and I go around and get a bucket. We got the win from that. Now, now what I say win is I mean a bucket, okay? Because you have little wins along the way. So we did ultimately win that game. But what I'm talking about is little wins. In business, you have to get little wins before you can get the big wins. And so if you stay the course, eventually you're going to start getting little wins. Little buckets. You're going to get buckets. You're going to get two-pointers. Okay? As you stay longer in business, as you figure out what you need to do to be successful, to make more money, to be more efficient, to make better moves, you can then start to get those little wins. And then as you get those little wins, those little wins start compounding. So you're starting to get little wins every time down the court. So now you're going to go for a little bit bigger wins. You're going to go for three-pointers. So in the champs offense, the ball comes down. It's at the top of the three-point line usually, okay? We're the perimeter, as we call it. We've got, we've got two guys that are on the wings. We've got one guy in the center at the top of the key, and we've got the point guard that's at the top of the court right up near the half-court line, and he's distributing the ball. So we want to go left, we go left, passes the ball left. The, the guard on the left passes it down to the guy on the baseline. Base guy, line guy, if there's nothing open, if he can't drive in and get a bucket, or if he can't, if he can't get it into the center, he passes it back up to the corner, corner gets it back to the point guard, and we run it the other side. And we just keep going. And, and you keep working it around and around and around until something opens up. 
if nothing opens up in the center or on the baseline, guess what we open up then? The guy in the center sets a pick for one of the guys on the wings. Now that guy is open for a three-point shot. Gets the ball, shoots the three. He might miss the three. Okay, we had that was our shot. That was our big shot of maybe buying a route. Maybe buying a route in our lawn care business. Maybe it didn't work out the first time. Okay, that was our, that was our first big shot. You're going to miss shots. All right, so now we run the play again. We set another pick. Another guy gets open for a three. We shoot the three. Now we land the three. We hit the three. That's a bigger win than a two-point bucket. Now we continue on and we continue on until we start nailing three after three after three. And before you know it, you've got a big business like like Nick Carlson had or like, uh, like Corey Ballard. You're just nailing threes, nailing them. And yeah, you might take steps back. Things happen. Things happen in business. You know, some you take losses. You're, you're going to lose some. But at the end of the day, when it comes to the big dance, now you is when you put all that work together in one big heap and you go for that big win. And that is what we need to be striving for in our lawn care businesses. You have to keep that in mind as your focus for your business. Yes, we have the everyday grind. Okay, we have the everyday grind. But you have to have that end goal in mind. What do you want to do? The Chicago Bulls did not make it to the NBA Finals and win seven times by by just showing up there they had 78 games that they had to play and win most of them to make it to the NBA finals and then to be able to win the NBA finals you have to have a vision for where you want your business to go and this can be hard for some of us it's hard for me I don't know what I want to do with my business just yet. I'm in the grind. I'm just, I'm still trying to get those little teeny tiny wins. Those little wins that I'm trying to build up and build up and get better at. And then as I get the the smaller wins, then I'm going to start going for those three-point wins. You know, the little bit bigger wins. And we continue on and we continue pushing to get those bigger wins to and then finally, once we have perfected our offense, now we can go for the big dance, the whole kit and caboodle, the championship. And that is where you can make your business explode and just grow. Or you can choose to sell it off and have that one last big win. That's up to you. That this is this is the whole point of owning a business is to one day do something more with it than what you can see right now. So, guys, you can be happy with just it being you in the truck and doing 
and doing work. That's fine. I can I I consider that most days. Like I I kind of like being you know solo. But now I have to figure out. Okay, me being solo and wanting to stay that way. What's my big win? What is the championship for my business? What is my exit strategy, shall we say? We have to have that vision. We have to start forming that vision as we are in the grind, running back and forth on that baseline, grinding away every day to try and get those small wins and turn them into bigger wins, turning them into championships. That's where we have to go with our businesses. So guys, this is just some thought process that I, I, I was just thinking about tonight. And I know some of it might be muddy as, as, as like dirt, you know, I don't know, dirt and mud, whatever. You get the picture. And, and if you're not a basketball player or fan, I'm sorry. You know, a lot of you guys are probably football fans. I don't understand football. I never played football, don't know, but I know basketball. And so for me, I can relate this to basketball a lot better. So guys, that's just the thought process that I had tonight. Just just being inside the house, sitting, watching TV, it just popped into my head and I had to get it out on a podcast because I thought it was going to be so good. And guess what? It turned out to be pretty good. So at least I think so. So guys, that's it for this podcast. Again, please head over to the Lansing Lawn Service YouTube channel. Check out the channel. Watch a couple videos there. Smash the like buttons on those videos. Uh, Subscribe if you like the content. Make sure if you subscribe, you hit that notification bell. And, And be sure to comment, comment, comment on all the videos that you watch. That supports the channel. The channel really supports this podcast. So that is why I keep using my YouTube channel as a sponsor for this channel, because that's where I get the money to produce this stuff. So I I really need you guys to at least go over there and watch a video. So if you could do that for me, that would be awesome. All right, guys, that wraps up this episode. Thank you so much for listening. I really appreciate it. Share this episode Share it on Facebook or on your on your social platforms. If you got value out of this, share it with some lawn bros and uh, and help help us grow this this podcast. All right, guys, thanks so much for watching. I will see you in the next episode.